Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary. Uh, things have been a bit delayed this week. As you can hear, it's not all the way back, but uh, I lost my voice at the Calgary Stampeders game that I went to, uh, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, so that's kind of important when you're doing podcast stuff. So I'm my plan for right now is to do two episodes today. Um, and basically cover what I would have talked about over the last couple of games with, or a couple of days, sorry, with obvious exceptions. A Monday night football preview seems moot at this point, but, um, yeah, so that is why there has been a, a delay. So I'm going to save my voice. You've downloaded, just look at the description if you want a preview of what's coming up, but I'll, I'll just, you know, find me on social media, you know where to find me, uh, and enjoy the show. I hope. Get caught up on everything you missed in history class with We Had No Idea. Hosted by Peter Klein and Kim Carson. Listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so this is coming out late. So um, the, these, this list may not be super helpful to anyone, but here is the waiver wire look for uh, this week here in the NFL, getting ready for week four. Um, at quarterback, it is Jimmy Garoppolo. There's not a lot of good streaming options available. At quarterback this week, Jimmy Garoppolo, 15% owned against the LA Chargers, a defense that has not shown to be overly stout over the, the first three weeks of the season. Um, so I like Jimmy G in that spot, but you probably smoke him if you got him at the quarterback position. At running back, um, I threw this one on here. I don't normally go 41% owned, but Devon A. Chain, if he's available in your league, pick him up um, because I, I think that there are just going to be more and more opportunities for him as the season goes along. In terms of people generally more in the ballpark that we're focused on, uh, Tajay Spears at 24% owned, Matt Breida at 30% owned, and Latavius Murray at 6% owned. Uh, for Breida, it wasn't an overly inspiring week this week, but they uh, they get a Seattle defense that I think is a little bit vulnerable this week, and they faced a, a San Francisco defense that's pretty good last week. So um, I, I think there's still some opportunities for Brita here. For Ty J Spears, I do think we're seeing a bit of a decline in Derrick Henry, and we have seen Spears out-snap Henry two of three weeks. So I think there's some opportunities there for Spears. And Latavius Murray has been a garbage time slash goal line back for Buffalo um, at 6% owned. I think he should be definitely owned in more leagues. At wide receiver, Tank Dell. Houston's offense is kind of good. And I think Tank Dell is uh, a bit of a part of that. He is 31% owned. They got a, a fun one-two punch kind of brewing out there in Houston. And Jaden Reed, kid's good, man. And the, the Green Bay Packers love looking at him. He's getting a lot of looks right now. He's 21% owned um, going up against a Detroit defense that we do not trust. So I, I like Jaden Reed in that spot at 21% owned. And we're going to stay with Green Bay. Uh, Luke Musgrove at 18% owned at the tight end position. He, again, is getting a lot of looks and has just kind of been consistent through the first three weeks of the fantasy football season. Uh, consistency, not always something that comes with fantasy football. And so because of that, um, sometimes bad fantasy football teams can beat you. And so here is this week's bad fantasy football team that might have been able to beat yours. Uh, coming in at quarterback, 2% owned, Andy Dalton. Uh, I don't know if you could pick up my dog sitting beside me, but my dog just sat down beside me. 2% um, owned, Andy Dalton. 23.54 fantasy points for the Red Rocket this week. At running back, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 15% owned. 
11.7 fantasy points. Uh, Rico Dowdle, I believe is how you pronounce this fellow's name, 3% owned of the Dallas Cowboys, 10.6 fantasy points. At receiver, DJ Chark, do 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 do, uh, 10% owned, 14.6 fantasy points. Calvin Austin the third for Pittsburgh, 2% owned, 13.2 fantasy points. At tight end, um, th- this is there has just been gold for the bad fantasy teams this year. Farrell Brown, 0% owned, 13.1 fantasy points. And our flex option, Robbie Chosen, Bagel, 0% owned, 12.8 fantasy points. And on defense, the Detroit Lions, 16 points, which gives us 115.54 points. Again, can, made of a fantasy team where the highest owned player is Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Fantasy football continues to be very cruel. Um, last thing I want to do today here, uh, obviously this has been rapid fire so far, um, as we continue on with our NHL previews, doing the NHL accountability episode. So uh, how did we do last year on our predictions? We did the, the over-unders, and looking at it here, uh, well, let's start in the Eastern Conference. I had under 96.5 points for the Boston Bruins. That one was done by about February, um, as the Bruins went on a historic run in the, the regular season anyway, before being ousted, so missed on that one. We went under 73.5 at Montreal. Uh, that one gets us the, the green check mark under 103.5, uh, which sounds like a radio station, on Tampa Bay. Feel pretty good about uh, how that one went. That That's a check mark. That, that'll be an interesting one when we do our, our picks next week. Toronto, we said under 108.5. They actually went over. They had 111 points. And again, still missed out on top spot by about 24. Good regular season team in Toronto. Uh, but you're never going to get value on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Florida, we thought under 105. We, we hit that one. Um, my voice is starting to go here again. I apologize. Detroit, we went over 84.5. Nope. Uh, Buffalo, we went under 77 and a half. No. So we, we picked the wrong sides on um, some up-and-coming teams in the East. This one was frustrating. The Ottawa Senators, we went over 86 and a half. 86 points. Missed it by half a point. Um, I don't know if we're going to get the Senators uh, that low this season. Columbus over 80 and a half. We did not buy that for a second. We didn't think that was a, a 500 hockey team. And we were correct in that one. Washington, we thought they'd go over 95 and a half. Uh, we missed on, on that one. Philadelphia, under 73 and a half. We missed on that. The Devils, um, over 90.5. We hit that one. We hit Carolina at over 102.5. Thought the Islanders were going to go under 91 and a half. They just consistently exceed my expectations. Um so that was a, a miss there. We were right on Pittsburgh at under 101.5, and we were right on the Rangers at over 99.5. Out West, we were right on Colorado, Chicago, and St. Louis. Uh, we were wrong on Arizona at under 65.5. I'll be interested when we do the, the win totals at, at what we think of uh, Arizona there. Winnipeg, we went over 87.5. Boy, they're an, a weird team. To, to figure out this year, because there's a lot of talent on that team. I just don't know about the, the direction of the franchise, but we're right on that one. Nashville and San Jose are left blank because um, they were already playing in Europe by the time we did the preview show. Dallas, uh, over 94.5 points. We were correct on that one. Minnesota, we thought would go under 101.5, and they did not. That was a, a really, really strong year from the Minnesota Wild. This one's crazy to me. The Canucks were 92 and a half last year. 
We hit under on that one, and we were extremely successful in in nailing that one. Anaheim over 80 and a half points. Um, we missed on that. We also missed on Calgary. We thought over 103. That's a big miss. Uh, Vegas, we went under 96 and a half. The Kings, we missed on. Seattle, we missed on. And we got Edmonton right at over 103.5. So the reason we're so frustrated about Ottawa is because um, that would have had us break even. We finished the regular season 14 for 16. So we were so close on our projections. Uh, what have we learned? Probably nothing. Um, there was a lot of those that were kind of like right around where we thought they would be. And we thought there was going to be a few teams that were really going to tank um, last season, Columbus being among them. And we, we were correct on some of those. So once again, our main thing is just trust the bad teams. So as you can hear, the voice is going. That's going to do it for the show. I said at the beginning, hoping to do a two-parter. Uh, we'll save the two-parter to tomorrow. You can hear that this voice is not ready for a, a second podcast tonight. So uh, that is going to do it. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I promise they'll get better from here, but I'll talk to you all later.